Bills fan podcast for August 18th, 2016. It's your boy Dave here. Find me on Twitter, numbillsfan.com. And everyone's favorite co host, back again, Adam Deacon. Find me on Twitter at numbillsadamd. So, what's up? Hopefully, you're checking us out probably through numbillsfan.com or our Twitter feed or whatever you want. iTunes are everywhere. We're everywhere. Whatever Instagram. your preferred podcatcher app is, you Android users. I I, I don't know nothing about Android. I, I got nothing. I haven't looked no, at one, but I, 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 I know you. Can, I know Google you can Play, get Google Play. Check it out. I had Dogcatcher. Dogcatcher was a good app. I'll give Dogcatcher a shout out. All right, yeah. Whatever you use for podcasts on Android, use that. Numbills fan. That's us. If not, you can stream us right from numbillsfan.com and yeah. it'll go right into your phone as a player. But for real, we have a show Wednesday night. We really hammered home. If you're listening now, we go Facebook Live on Wednesdays around 7 o'clock, usually 7 p.m. sharp. And uh, it's on the Bills Fanatics Facebook page. Yeah, Bills Fanatics Network, which is uh, facebook.com slash Bills Fanatics BF. They do live shows every night, live chat. It's a great time. Lots of great Bills talk. Um, we're on the Wednesday night slot. Definitely check it out. We had a blast last night. Um, got a little, got a little silly. Had a great time. Kind of funny how the closet and celebration of uh, marijuana day yesterday with the Buffalo Bills and Marcel Darius. Yeah, we uh, we, we, we kinda, did our little uh, we did a little half baked intro there. It was kind of it was kind of fun. We had the reggae tunes going, you know. Seven we, o'clock. We know the deal. Seven o'clock. But we actually have a guest from the Bills Fanatics, Fanatics Network, and also he's on the radio WGR five fifty, and that's Nate Geary. He does a show Sunday nights with Bill Fan, Bills Fanatics live at seven o'clock. Uh, please check it out. Like Adam said content every night but right out the gate marcel darius pop for a four-game suspension right yeah it's it's super frustrating for for bills fans and a lot of people are overreacting i think you know when these things happen it's easy to get subjective because let's face it we have a lot invested emotionally into this team you know so, I, I get how a lot of people take this personally, but people are out of control with this. Oh, you should, you should release him or whatever. You know, uh, Sal Marana he he wrote an article and he ruffled everybody's feathers. My Twitter feed was was like rapid fire. He was getting called some awful names, honestly, and I. You know, I don't usually agree with a lot of his takes, but man, the personal attacks, come on. Like, okay, he has his right to his opinion. Yeah, it would be it would be the most absurd move ever if they actually tried to drop Marcel Darius for this infraction of the of the substance abuse policy, but I don't know. 
it just it just makes me mad when when our frustration starts manifesting itself is all this negative energy pouring out towards other people's opinions and the players themselves. You know, we all we all do something behind closed doors that we'd rather not make it out to the light, whether it's, you know, smoking a little weed like Marcel Darius in this case, or I guess it was actually a missed drug test, not a failed drug test. I mean, read between the lines, jump to whatever conclusion you see fit. But what 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 do you think, Dave? Is this I, I, is I, this backlash warranted? As a guy, I, I was a person who who didn't drink for like a long time, almost a decade, and so really like seven and a half years ish. Who's counting me? And I and I was very sober, like sober living. I guess you you would call it straight edge if you're hip to that. And um, you know, I always judge marijuana like it's for losers. It's for this and that. I mean. All the kids in high school, I thought, I thought they were just whacked out. Oh man, of course, of course, Sean over there. He's look at him. He is ripped. What an idiot! Ha ha ha! And you think, oh, well, couple that up with the war on drugs, with the Reaganomics. Couple that up with, um, you know, people don't have any other substances they've tried besides alcohol. Me, that was me for years, and now I'm more of a marijuana advocate. Than, than most people. I'm not on the streets preaching about it, but I will say when doctors and doctors come out and friends and friends and friends of friends and friends of family members and family members are dying from an Oxycontin problem and transferring to heroin and dying because heroin's cheaper and it's easier to find because now you can't smash off oxycodones anymore. It's like, I, it kind of, wait a second, that's okay and legal to the NFL, but a guy gets caught smoking weed? Why can't it be like the NBA where you don't even give a shit? Because now there's too much information out there. You, you, no, you're not a couch weed. Shit, I'll play hockey with some weed. I don't care because it makes me focus. It calms me down. They used to prescribe me Ritalin. Guess what? Right. It, it helps in a lot of ways. Is it a performance enhancer? Maybe, maybe not, but if it calms my nerves and I'll think about my breathing as much and I'm really tuned into the game and I'm really everything, it's just nothing else, I'm so focused. The problem with the weed is when you're smoking weed, you realize, wait, maybe this doesn't matter as much as I thought it did. And you're not making mountains out of anthills anymore. And the thing is, unfortunately for Marcel, what I think happened here. He got careless, and I'm sorry, but, like, for $3 million plus that he's losing, you could hire about 365 people to remind you to carry your damn Wizenade around you and to remind you that, yo, you got a drug test coming up, what's so a, start drinking your fluids, man. What? What's a Wizenator? He missed a scheduled test right what's a wizenator was it a schedule who knows like, like i i, like I don't we know i don't know how that works but you're saying keep his wizenator on here now i know what it is i'm 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 pulling your leg here but some of our listeners might not might not know what a wizenator is so explain how that works i have never seen a wizenator but word on the street is a wizenator is essentially okay you've a, never seen one no you okay you're them. talking about all right i'll tell you about here's the an expert on wizenators I'm going to I'm going to lay it out as plain and simple as I can. It is a device that you strap to your thigh inside your pants. 
You fill this with someone else's clean urine. You have someone go potty for you. You put it in this bag. It has a tube attached to it. You go into the drug test. You unzip your you unzip your trousers. Do people call them trousers? Are they still trousers? Okay, I don't think they're trousers. But you pull the hose out of, out of the, the zipper. You put it in the end of the cup, and you squeeze the bag against your thigh, and it pushes the pee out in a little stream. Sounds like you're actually going pee for real. And you hand over a cup of clean pee. And, you know... Supposedly, this is a uh, pretty common, pretty common practice. There's also a whole multi-million-dollar industry of detox products, teas that that should mask it in your test, uh, detox drinks that you drink before you go. There's pills. There's all sorts of these different products. Now, I don't know. I don't know what the testing the testing policies in the NFL are. Maybe I should have done that homework. Have before you ever podcast. had a situation where you've had to, where you knew a drug test was coming and you had to pass it? Okay, as a longtime pot smoker, and I'll, I'll put it all on the table here. I have used a detox product, and I'll, you know what? I'll plug it. Whatever. It was called Test Pure Platinum, and you know we we got no endorsement here. I'm, I'm just telling you my own personal experience. Um. And there were times where I've definitely had THC in my system, and I have gone and gone ahead, purchased this drink, and followed the directions. You know, it says don't don't introduce any new toxins to your system for twenty or forty eight to seventy two hours before the test. Morning of the test, couple hours ahead of time, you drink the entire contents of the bottle. You fill it back up with water. You drink that. It tells you to go go urinate, you know, three to four times. You go to your test, you pee, and I have used it. If I had to guess, I would say I've probably used it six times over the last 15 years or so. Really? And I have never failed a test. I had one come back inconclusive, and I had to go again. Use the same drink a second time. And pass that test. Now, who knows if it was a random thing. Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So what I'm going to say here, that shit cost me $25 at the head shop. Now, I don't know. They might be taking a hair sample in the NFL. Now, a hair sample, that, that'll hang you because you might, you might catch, catch a beef off that 12 months later. That, it stays in your hair follicles. For a very, very long time. Up to 18 months, I understand, depending on your metabolism. That's pretty... So, essentially, do you think it's an intelligence test like they say it is? I mean, I don't know right. if this I mean, was scheduled, also, so I don't want to talk out of turn on the behalf. There's but. also mouth swab tests now. They go in, they, they wipe the inside of your cheek, they test that. Now... That's only supposed to be good within about 24 hours. And I've heard that if you, like, take a toothbrush to the inside of your cheeks with some mouthwash, it'll beat that. I've never, I've never had that testing method. I've never had a hair test. So, Regardless, guys are going to have to step up. And, you know, here we are. The Bills can't shoot themselves in the foot now. It's been tough. I just got to say it one more time. $25 at the head shop. Right. And he could buy one every single day for the rest of his playing career with the amount of money he has. And that should be a regular thing in the system. So I, 
Not really. Just kidding. But it, it, it's just unfortunate. The political views on it, we all know it's horseshit, but unfortunately, rules are rules. Doug Whaley called it how it is. He goes, look, I can't control. He's on the, talking on the radio, and he says, I cannot control the speed limit in Pennsylvania. But when they say 70 miles an hour, it's 70. When they say it's 65 in New York, it's 65 in New York. But those are the rules. And trust me, it pains me to say, hey, man, stop smoking weed. Stop doing, if that's what it is, we're assuming. Stop smoking weed because, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not good for you. It's it's going to, it's detrimental to your career. But at the same time, you know what, really, you have to evaluate what is worth the risk. And you've let everybody down. At the same time, wow, it's a great pain reliever. Wow, it's even showing in some studies that it could be helpful to head trauma. And when you really look at it in a medical aspect of it, it alleviates pain. And you look at the data that crime is down where it's legalized. And, you know, like in Denver. Not to mention the revenue it brings in for the state. That could potentially keep taxes down. And that's over, and of course they overtax the hell out of it, but there's so many positive benefits. I mean, we can hammer this topic to death. If you've listened to us before, we've joked about Ben Gordon and whoever else, or Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. I said Ben Gordon. I'm so You need to stop smoking that shit, Dave. Wow. See what happens? Short-term memory loss, kids. I'm not going to I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Yeah. So tell me if I should wear a seatbelt. Next on the docket real quick. Um Don't wear the seatbelt. We have New Era Cap Company is now the official stadium sponsor of the Bills. What what did you think about that? Fantastic. I thought so too. Um I mean, there's there's some people who again are pretty upset that Ralph's name's getting taken off the the sign outside the building, but it takes away nothing from his legacy. He's still on the wall of fame. He's up on on the Ring of Honor or whatever there, written in gold. Um, and okay, here you go. Hot take. Ralph Wilson was one of the first owners in the league to sell naming rights to the stadium. When he when he worked out the deal with uh, Rich Foods, so one way you could look at this is, yeah, well, his name is now removed from the the sign at the stadium. The Pagulas are maybe paying tribute to his ingenuity, and you know. Again, we we mentioned we mentioned this last night when we did our Facebook live show with Bills Fanatics Network. Um, it's a Buffalo-based company. It's it, it's a match made in heaven. It's perfect. There couldn't be any, you know. It's not like oh, come watch the Bills at Walmart Stadium. I met Life Stadium. Yeah, that's what you want to go with your football a life insurance policy, right? I mean. I can't agree more. It's smart business. It's a smart business move, and right, you should be fortunate we have the Buffalo Bills. Terry and Kim did not get to the point in their lives where they have money to buy. And I'm not saying this to be an asshole, but a fixer upper. 
you know, they they bought a team that had not been to the playoffs in over a decade, you know, what, 14 years when when they bought the team. So they didn't get to their to that point where they can spend 1.4 billion dollars on a football team by not knowing their shit and making bad business moves. No, you have to exploit your money and it, right. like I mean, you said, it's 40 a local million dollars isn't a drop in the bucket compared to what they paid for this team. They are recouping 40 million of 1.4 billion just to reiterate those numbers. Now, keep in mind that money right there that could pay for the field they just picked up behind the field house, that grass lot they just bought, and they could probably pay for anything they want to build on that lot. So, uh, and I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm going beyond the the parameters of what I actually know to be true, but I've heard the idea around around the internet, the interwebs, that hey, this might actually keep ticket prices from going up. I mean, because who wants any of the prices to go up at the stadium? They need to make money. And that's the bottom line. They need, the Buffalo Bills need to make money. And granted, Pagula says, we're not in this to make money. We'll just dig another oil and frack. Okay, let me. But at the same time, I think it's, it's, it's not, it's not dumb. And and if you have people working for you, why not give, why, I mean, okay, you sell the naming rights. Next thing you know, you can pay your coaches more money. Right. And for anyone who is upset about this name change, let me let me make this analogy, okay? So you you own a business, and in this case, the business is the Buffalo Bills, and you're Ralph Wilson. Now, he decided to put his name on the stadium, and one way I can look at this is. It's like putting a nameplate on on your office door when you're the big wig at some other company. You know what I mean? You have the you have the the right to choose whether or not you put your name on your door or you don't. Now, if I own if I was the CEO of some company and I had a nice nameplate up on my door that said Adam Deacon, you know, whatever. And somebody approached me and said, "Hey, let me uh let me give you $40 million to put a poster over that. I'd be like, yeah, no doubt. Well, according to your poll. Oh, you love my poll. According to Adam Deacon's poll, find him on Twitter, NumbillsAdamD, doing another podcast this afternoon. And we want to take, we want your take on New Era Field. Hit the poll. Stay numb. 27% say this is awesome. 18% boo-hoo, it's the Rolf. And 55% say, don't care, go Bills. So that's 55% of the fan base says, who cares? And the rest, the other half, they're positive about it. Look, a guy called into the John Murphy show today, and he claimed that he wasn't really, you know, the hats are made in China. And I don't know how to answer that. I will say whether they sub out their money or their product elsewhere, whatever the case may be, it's unfortunate. I'm glad that even if they are corporate, it is something that was started here. 
New Era Caps is four. New Era is four generations in. You know that's amazing. Yeah, just stop being offended. That's that. That's my final thought on it. Stop being offended. It's not like they they changed the name to like, hey, look at this bucket full of seventy thousand idiots. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I, I can't. They're, they're not trying to hurt anyone's feelings here, and they shouldn't. You know, they've they've been nothing but respectful of Ralph and his legacy. They put that memorial out. Um, all right, Dave. I tell you what, man. I am. Uh, I'm gonna get out of here. I'm leaving. You're ugly. I don't want to look at you. I don't know what that smell is. So, I've been here all day doing behind-the-scenes work, but what do we got, Dave? Whatever you're doing to my leg right now, I really yeah. like it. All right, well, bye. I got to get out of here. All right, well, Nate Geary, we had a call with Nate Geary, so here it is. Nate Geary from WGR 550. Great guy. I'm still here. Cheer! Yeah, okay. Um, I, Nate's awesome. I personally agree with a lot of the things he has to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What are you going to do? Keep him waiting all day? All right. So we got Nate Geary on the line. What's up, Nate? What's going on, fellas? How we doing today? We're, we're here. Um, Nate has a show on Bill's Fanatics, BF.com. If you go on their Facebook, Bill's Fanatics. And um, his show is what, 7 o'clock Sunday? 7 o'clock Sunday sharp. You better be there. And what's the show oh. you got on WGR going on? We got uh, Saturday mornings. Uh, it will be uh, this week, 8 to 10. Uh, you can hear me uh, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. sharp. I got some. I'm actually going to be talking a little Sabres this week because uh, we got some stuff going on. But the first hour will be all Bills as normal. And then uh, second hour, a little Sabre talk. But we got some Bills stuff coming at you this week and uh, some exciting stuff coming up in the future. I can't exactly release quite yet, but we got some exciting new uh, content coming at WGR as well. So. Yeah, that's awesome. As long as you're on that audio vault, I'm always dinging that. I don't know if I'm you know up there bro. early on Saturday. Um, I wish I wasn't. I don't blame you. So real quick, right off the bat, we got Marcel Darius in this new era cap deal. That seems to be like the hot news. And what's your take on both situations? I mean, I'm sure they've both been hammered to death by now. Yeah, yeah, they've been hammered to death. But, I mean, it's something that I think everybody has to talk about at this point, especially Marcel Darius. I mean, You've got potentially your best player now suspended for the first four games of the season. But I think what I think the more important thing with Marcel Darius is, you know, is this something that we're going to have to continue worrying about moving forward? I mean, this is a guy that we expect to kind of be a leader, especially with the young guys in this team. And it's not exactly a veteran locker room anymore. You don't have guys like Fred Jackson. You know, you don't have guys that have been around this league a long time. The only guy you can really think of, I mean, off the top of my head is Kyle Williams. Um, and then, you know, guys like Manny Lawson. But we're talking about guys that are one of the best players on the team and maybe one of the, the best defensive tackles in the league having issues staying on the field. And, I mean, you know, I've talked about this about Tyrod Taylor. Like, the best way that these guys, that these players can help the Bills win is by being on the field and being available. And if you're, you know, smoking weed on the side and before the season, I mean, how can you help your team when you're off the field? So, I mean, that's really, that's really what it comes down to at the end of the day is being available for your team. And especially when you're one of the best players, I mean, you have to be available. So uh, to me, that's the most disappointing part is that, you know, we're going to have to go to that first four games, which we were already shorthanded, obviously with Carlos Williams being down and 
and um, you know, just having a lot of injury issues to start the season. I mean, we needed our best player defensively out there. And I mean, we, we have some guys that can fill in. Corbin Bryant did well last year when he had a fill in for, for Marcel in the first game or so. Um, and then you look towards guys like Jarrell Worthy, who's definitely going to be a guy that's going to have to step up in his place. Um, so I expect him to uh, to have some see some good things from Jarrell Worthy. I saw some good things from him in camp, so I, I expect him to kind of make a smooth transition in the starting role. And obviously, the Dolph, Adolphus Washington, we're going to have to see what he's made of. Hopefully, he's uh, I mean he's our only draft pick left, so we'll we'll see what happens. But I mean, that's obviously disappointing that our best player isn't going to be playing for the first four games. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty awful and. I mean, clearly, um, we here, are, we're more on the progressive tip. And we know this marijuana thing is, frankly, bullshit. But, it, right. it, unfortunately, it is what it is. And to me, when it you, is got, what it is. you right. got that much money, you better have guys around the clock. You could hire 365 different people a year to remind you, yo, carry the Wizinator, clean yourself out, do whatever you're doing. I mean, yo. At the same time, too, man, it's just like, you know, these guys are making millions of dollars in that same aspect. It's like, how, mu- how, mu- how long do you really expect to play for? I mean, you can't just stay away from smoking pot for like five, six, seven years. I mean, it's just to me like <clears throat> it's your career. I mean, you only have so long. So why are you going to put it in jeopardy by doing things you know you're not supposed to do? See, they could also look at it like while they're, you know, smoking pot, like they see things for what it is. Like, man, this isn't a big deal. And that's that's kind of. Right, like the catch twenty two with it is you see it that is. things aren't really. You're like, you know what, this ain't a big deal. But at the same time, you better start thinking about your kids, your family, and right. really put on ESPN thirty for thirty broke and and learn what's up. Um, what what do you got for New Era? What what's your opinion on that? Hey, listen, man. You know, uh, I, I like it. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people upset about the fact that the Ralph is, you know, no longer the Ralph. But I mean, it's kind of a generational thing, and I've seen a lot of takes on it. But I mean, if you think about it, I mean, my parents, my grandparents, they still call it the, the Rich Stadium. Um, you know, I mean, it'll always be the Ralph to me. But I, I like it. I mean, it's literally the start of a new era. And to me, uh, you look about it that that team had one playoff game in the 16 or the 18 years that, that stadium was was the Ralph Wilson Stadium, and to me, I, I'm ready to move on. You know, I'm a season ticket holder. It doesn't bother me one bit. It's just a name, and even though it'll still always kind of be the Ralph to me, um, I, I look at it as the start of a new era, and and it couldn't really happen to a better company or a better name. I mean, think about it. New era is 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 known basically worldwide. The you know they're the official cap of Major League Baseball. Um, they work with with the NBA and obviously the NFL, and um, not a lot of people know that it's a local Buffalo-born company. So now we get to brand it as such, and you know Buffalo gets the credit it deserves, which I think it doesn't in really basically any category. So it's like, hey, you know, this is a Buffalo company. What better place to put that name than on the on the stadium that represents every person in Buffalo, basically? So I'm I'm into it. Um, it is going to be a little bit of a change. It'll take probably a couple years for me to get used to. But uh, having said that, I mean, it's always going to be the Ralph. So it, you can change it um, and change it for the better. But, uh, you know, it's still going to be the Ralph. I think for our generation, it's, it's, it's the Ralph and Rich Stadium. And I, I felt like the Bills were the PR department over there, geniuses. I don't know if that gets accredited to Russ Brandon for hiring I these people or what. With you, but you build, more with you. you build the statue. And it's like, right. oh, shoot, we can hang things on it. We could do bad things to his hand. We could do whatever we want. And you get to participate with Rolf Wilson. And you got to be a complete fool not to know who Rolf Wilson is, even if you're 15 right. years old. You know, like, so it, 
his legacy is going to live on. People got to get over it. I'd rather, I think it's a perfect storm with New Era. Does it get any better than that? I mean, I, really. I don't think so. I really don't think so. They're a cultural icon. It's like having Jordan Stadium. That's how I look at it. Yeah, that's a good point, except Jordan wasn't created right here in our backyard. You know exactly. what I mean? So it's just like you got to think of it with a little bit of perspective and, and understanding, but also appreciation. I mean, we all know what Ralph did for this team to keep him in Buffalo as long as they did. But like you said, man, they got a statue out front, a golden-plated statue um, that's going to be there for the rest of the time the stadium's there. So, like, you know, we, we got ways to commemorate him. It doesn't have to be by the name on the stadium. Um, and I'm ready to move forward with it, man. I, I'm excited for a new era of, of, of Bill's football Marketing genius, ready for a new era of Buffalo Bills football. Does it get any better? So, well, except for the injuries. So, here's I had three players I want to run by you for the next Mm -hmm. few minutes Um, Duke Williams, Kevon Seymour, Walter Powell. And the, the three notes I have Duke Williams, real quick, really, he's showing up. Uh, Kevon Seymour, real quick, he played college ball blind, and when he went to X's and O's for a combine workout, he discovered they discovered his eyesight. He was practically playing blind, and the doctor pretty much calls it out. And Walter Powell, he seems like he needs to correct the dumb stuff. So what's your take on all this? Because Walter <clears throat> Powell's awesome, but, you know, all three guys, were, who impresses you the most? And after that, whatever you think. Well, I mean, the guy who impresses me the most is Kevon Seymour. Um, and, and as you mentioned, I mean, this guy could be a total diamond in the rough. And, I mean, just keep looking back at these Whaley drafts and tell me you can't find at least one or two guys in every single draft that Doug Whaley finds that ends up being a starter or a, a serious player on this team. And, 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 like, just find me one. And it's hard to find. I mean, Preston Brown, third-round pick. Um, you know, you keep going back. Maybe Jonathan Williams turns into something. And then last year, you know, um, he just had has a knack for finding that diamond in the rough in the later rounds and for me um you know he's going to get an opportunity this weekend to really get some playing time with the ones and i'm excited to see what he's going to do in in the spot for nickel roby coleman um so we'll see what he does in the nickel corner spot and you're going to absolutely see him play some outside corner and he has the versatility to do both which i think is the most impressive part to me is that he's able to play both the inside and outside position and that's kind of an underrated uh value in cornerbacks nowadays is a lot of guys are just versed there they're just one dimensional they can only play one side of the field or one um you know one position inside or out so for me, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing him. And as far as Duke Williams, I mean, you hit it right in the head. Um, and, and this is something I found to be interesting about Duke. This He's going into his fourth season um, this year. And if you think about it, uh, this is the first year he's going to have continuity in, in the system. Now, last year he really struggled in Rex Ryan's defense. I mean, it was it was plain to see. There was guys yelling at him to get in position. And he just struggled to know where he had to be on the field. Then you go back to the Jim Schwartz defense. In his first year in Jim Schwartz defense, you're talking about a completely different defense than the year before with Mike Pettin. So then you have three different defensive coordinators in three years for a guy who's struggling to really with the X's and O's. And now you get his first year where he's able to to build off of the things that he did last year. So this, if this is a guy that's going to build off some some failures and some successes he had last year, you have to think good things that, hey, this is the first time in his career he's going to be able to remember this same playbook and not have to go back and relearn something from scratch again. So for me, Duke Williams, uh, I, I would be excited because, I mean, this team is, is definitely starving for another safety to, to emerge from the group. Um, if he can 
be that guy. I mean, he can make it over Colt Anderson. Colt, the reason why Colt Anderson to me is over him is because he is going to contribute on special teams. So if Duke can prove that he's not a liability on the field and can participate and be a be an asset on special teams, then you know I think he gets that spot over Colt Anderson every time. And then moving to, towards Walt Powell, I mean, you're just talking about one of these other versatile receivers the Bills seem to have kind of discovered on their team. You know, this is going to be a guy that can definitely contribute in the return game. Um, but to me, what really impressed me is his ability to find those little cracks that, that Cardell really hit him well on a couple of plays last Saturday. But his hands, they're great. Um, to me, he hasn't really dropped much. And, and I mean, tell me that you haven't seen Cardell's the zip on Cardell's ball. Like if, if, he, if you're going to drop somebody's ball, it's going to be Cardell's because it hits you in the hands and you're just like, hot damn, that is a hot ball. So, I mean, for me, Walt knows where to be. Um, he's got the speed, the versatility, the size. I mean, he's not huge, but he's not, you know, as small as, as Goodwin is. I mean, I think he right now he's taking advantage of the fact that Des Lewis isn't on the field with an injury. Right. And obviously with you have other guys like, you know, um, Greg Little who has kind of, I think, separated himself. But, you know, there is I think that five, six, maybe seventh receiver spot is certainly open um, for somebody to take. And, and again, this is going to come down to whether or not. Uh, these guys can contribute on special teams. You can't be a one-dimensional player and be the fifth or sixth receiver. You need to be able to contribute on special teams or else there's just not a place for you, not only on this team, but in the NFL. Um, these guys, uh, these bottom, you know, I would say bottom 20 players on every team, you better um, be able to play on every special teams unit and contribute when you're called upon to play on offense or defense. So, yeah, I mean, those three guys are really uh, three good guys that you could see potentially making this team um, and, and making them a little bit better this year and maybe an unexpectedly uh, make them better as well well nate i know you got a bounce but i will say before you go um just my thoughts to rebuttal with you um duke williams saying a lot of things about working with ed reed how it's a blessing and it's right. like cheating work with him and it's great and, and what i like about duke is his humility is a as a as a human being to be like you know i didn't do everything i could and it's you know, when what is he? he's probably going into his contract year right now i would think oh yeah absolutely so now his, his he's gonna step his yeah. game up of course you know what happens whatever but i wish the best for him keep on seymour we've talked about walter powell sounds like he's just doing the dumb things rex says like you gotta line up in the right spot you gotta know the play call right. you gotta you know but he's and, a playmaker, man. He makes plays when he's called on. You know how when people touch the rock and you're like, they just got it. He has that. He has it, Why man. Why does he have it? Well, Nate, thank you very much for everything. And uh, no we'll problem, see man. you 7 o'clock. Bills, Bills Fanatics FB on Facebook, Facebook Live. Um, also, your show Saturday. When was that again? What time? It'll be from 8 to 10 a.m. this Saturday. And, uh, yeah, definitely uh, give a listen. If not, it's going to be on the uh, audio vault on WGR550.com. And like you said, on Sunday, I'll be live on Facebook on Bill's Fanatics Network. Uh, so I'll be taking questions, anything you guys got about the preseason game. I'll be going over that and probably going through the, uh, you know, the studs and duds from that game as well. So, yeah, just uh, reach out, man. I'm, I'm always here for, uh, you know, doing this kind of stuff. So uh, we'll definitely do it again, man. What, what is your Twitter handle? Because that's what I should really pimp out, but. Twitter handle, good call. Yeah, it's at Nate Geary WGR. It's N A T E G E A R Y W G R. Yeah, so throw me a follow if you haven't already, and uh, you know, go Bills. Thank you, Nate. All right, brother. All right, spoiler alert. Oh no, that was pre-recorded before we did the podcast. So guess what? We don't care. We're back. Look, 
We talked about this Marcel Dara saying this new Eric Half thing on Bill's Fanatics Facebook Live Wednesday night. Please check out our other videos at 7 p.m. We really like to see what's coming up. We got the Giants game coming up. What are you looking out of that real quick? I mean, no, you're still here. Stop pretending. No, no, I'm not here, guys. I'm not. I'm going to push the mic button right now. I, I wasn't ready to talk. I'm trying to leave. I don't want to deal with this shit. Okay, anyways. So, looking forward to the Giants game. Eli Manning, who knows yeah. if he's going to play. I just want to see, guys, Duke Williams, is he for real? Walter Powell, take the next step. Kevon Seymour, let's go. So, I can't wait. Kevon Seymour, like Nate said, will be in the nickel. Yeah, all Check three of those guys look like they're going to end up on the right side of the bubble to me, Let's man. see if uh, Washington, Adolphus Washington, steps up, too. Yeah, he's going to get a lot more rest without Marcel now. So He's going he's gonna to have to, man. No, no. No question about it. Check us out at numbillsfan.com. Follow us on Twitter at numbillsfan and numbillsadamd if you want to talk to me. Um, Real quick, check out your other our other podcasts, especially before the, the kickoff. We did a nice podcast about Tyrod Taylor's contract. Oh, yeah, past episodes. You know, we did what's what's next after Reggie Raglan injury with linebackers. We really like Zach Brown. Keep in mind, Zach Brown was here before Raglan was even drafted. So, also, we did a review of the Colts game. First preseason game, what our thoughts were on Podcast 70. So, this is Podcast 71. Please go backwards. We also did awesome interviews what to expect out of Rob Ryan, etc., with um, our buddy Matt Brunson from the brand Crowbar. Please check it out, numbillsfan.com, a bunch of stuff. Occasionally we do other things, videos, whatever. Check us out, YouTube, everywhere. Please. Thank you. Numbillsfan.com. It's your boy Dave, numbillsfan on Twitter. And this is Adam Deacon, numbillsadamd on Twitter, and we're out. Stay numb.